Good morning. I say yo to you and good morning. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It is a little after 6 a.m. on Sunday, August 21st, getting to be light out. That time of year that I love so much where it's light out at 6. Actually, there's a period of time where it's light out at 530. It's gone. Unfortunately, long gone. 6.01 a.m. and just now starting to get light out. That's okay. It's all good. It's all good. But I do like it when it gets light early. I'm an early riser. Okay, big interview today. Emily King, TikTok influencer, 2.2 million followers on TikTok at the time of this recording. She is a uh, relationship advice giver, and we'll talk to her quite a bit about that. I have two main things I want to talk about before we get to that, <clears throat> though. One is very, very quick because it's it's about our food safety audit that we had this week. And uh, the last thing in the world that I think you're interested in listening to is details about an audit. But I would like to uh, tell you a few things about that. And then ultimately, the one thing I really do want to talk about a bit before we get into the interview is the uh, recent story in Rochester of Nicosia Dental and uh, Ned... And is her name Mary? Mary, right? Yeah, Nicosia and their racist party that they threw and got bust for. And even more, their racist Twitter account that they got busted for. So quickly on the audit, I'll try to keep this to one minute. This was our big food safety audit that we do. Now, just so you know, not every plant has to do a food safety audit. Some plants are just under inspection. In fact, most plants my size are just under inspection. There's a few different uh, agencies that inspect you. Of course, uh, you've got your state and your federal so that's going to be new york state department of agriculture and markets and fda food and drug administration anybody making food uh, preserving food i should say and then selling it to someone else at a wholesale price who will then sell it at a retail price all of us have to be under new york state Dep department of agriculture and markets and also of course the fda okay next level is going to be meats uh, if you want to include meats, I don't know that it's next level in terms of uh, better or more difficult, but it adds a layer if you want to process meats. Now you have to be under USDA inspection, U.S. Department of Agriculture. So you've got federal inspection there. So we have all three of those things, right? We've got the Department of Agriculture for the state, we've got FDA, and we've got USDA. Now, there that, that's kind of like, you know, Department of Agriculture and FDA is kind of like uh, equivalent to having a high school education. Um, I would say that the... Uh, uh, the USDA is maybe like having uh, a bachelor's degree, and then the next thing, the thing we have, is more akin to having something like a master's degree, and that's going to be an author. A, a, a um, we have a global food safety initiative uh, uh, certification. And that comes through something called Safe Quality Food, SQF. And that is an audit. And for the size of our plant, that's a two-day audit. Big difference between an inspection and an audit. An inspection is going to look at just right now. They're going to walk in, surprise you, shine a flashlight in a bunch of places, and make sure that you're operating in a clean and sanitary way. Okay? An audit is more interested, not necessarily in this exact moment, but is more interested in the process that you've been following over a long period of time. So this is paperwork, right? This has a lot to do with your paper trail, the records you're keeping, and how detailed those are. And we did well. We got a 94 out of 100. And when you hear that, and you hear 94 out of 100, you might think, well, wait a minute, what did he miss? He's making my sauce. He, I don't want to miss it anything, right? No. This audit is so detailed. It's like 571 points along the way, and it all you know comes down into a score of 0 to 100. And um, a couple of things we missed where we literally lost a whole point for it. Just like, let me give you an example so you can hear how, just how specific this is. Um, the, uh, okay, so every single procedure or form or one-point lesson that we have, a one-point lesson would be like a piece of machinery might have a sheet of paper next to it that says basic instructions on how to run that machine, right? Any piece of paper we have in our facility at the very bottom is supposed to have a document number, a version number, and a date that it was created on it. And then, ultimately, you have to have an Excel spreadsheet that tracks every piece of paper throughout your entire building so that we know that we have the most updated versions of everything out there, okay? We had some bulletin board material 
stuff that I'll print out that'll say things like our trends and our goals and things we did that didn't have document control on it at all. So I might just print out something that says like, hey guys, you know, our goal is X and we accomplished that goal. Congratulations. And I'll put it up on a bulletin board. Well, hey, it's a sheet of paper in my plant, right? It needs to have document control and I didn't put a date on it or a version number or a document number. Ding, done. That's how detailed this audit is. Nothing to do with food safety in that case. Anyway, okay, so that's enough audit talk. <laughs> if anybody's still listening, let's move on and talk about this Nicosia thing. I don't know why this story fascinates me so much. I don't know if I need to rehash it. I'll quickly do so for those of you who maybe listen from other parts of the country who don't know about this story. But there's been a story in Rochester over the last couple of weeks. And what it is is this fire chief. And he's a fire chief in downtown Rochester. And he tells a few of his crew members that they're going to go and go to a party. Okay? And they're going to take the fire truck to a party. So they get in the fire truck and they go to this party. And they show up at the party. And when they get there, it turns out it's in this mansion in one of the most beautiful areas of Rochester on East Avenue. And it's within their district. But it is a mansion. They get there. They walk up to the backyard, and as soon as they turn the corner into the backyard, as soon as it is no longer visible from the street, what they see is they see a giant cutout of Donald Trump, okay? Now, it tells you what kind of people these people are, but at the same time, nothing wrong has happened yet, right? Until you get a little further into the party, and you see that they have a Rachel Barnhart impersonator. If you don't know, she is a local liberal politician. Uh, impersonator doing some sort of sexual dance or something. I don't know that she was stripping, but she's at least doing some sexually provocative stuff, wearing a red wig because Rachel is a redhead. Um, beyond that, they have Juneteenth flags, okay? And they have Kentucky Fried Chicken and Cognac Hennessy, which are racial stereotypes. Juneteenth, of course, is an absolute uh, is is a new holiday. It's, it's a it's a, should it's always been a holiday, but it's newly federally recognized. Juneteenth it recognizes the end of slavery. Okay, and so these people, who, in case you're wondering, are white people, are throwing a Juneteenth spoof party. They are making fun of all things liberal. They have pictures around the backyard, apparently, of a bunch of local liberal politicians, Democrats. They've got a cornhole board with poor Rachel's face on it again, right? So they're really going after Rachel here. They're making fun of the local police accountability board. They had, like, napkins made up like that. Just the worst kind of people, okay? So the firefighters are very uncomfortable, their captain makes them stay there for like 40 minutes. They finally leave. As they leave, the, the hosts of the party are like trying to get them to like take food with them and uh, trying to kind of smooth over the situation with them a little because I think they can see that these, the, these firefighters are not going for this, right? They're not, they're not of the same sick mentality these people are where they think that kicking others is hilarious. So... Firefighter goes back. Uh, Gerard Jones It happens to be a young African-American gentleman. He's one of the firefighters. He says this is bullshit. He puts in a complaint the next day. Nothing comes of it. A week later, he's on the same detail with the same chief, and he says this is bullshit. So he calls a lawyer. Goes on leave. Now he's suing the city for $4 million. Okay. Now, uh, the fire chief absolutely <laughs> fucked up here. The fire chief shouldn't have gone to a private party, shouldn't have brought the fire truck there, and the second he saw even the slightest hint, the slightest hint at racism or, quite frankly, political affiliation whatsoever, just the fact that they had clearly were throwing a right-wing party, that's fine. It's all covered under freedom of speech. Listen, between you and I, even the racist shit is covered under freedom of speech. They are allowed to throw a racist party in their backyard because people will always, at this point, they'll always stop me and they'll always say, hey, Polly, whatever happened to freedom of speech? Well, they have freedom of speech. Listen, the people who threw this party, it's public, by the way. Uh, their names are, um, oh, God, I say it's public and then I forget. Nick, Nick and Mary Nicosia, okay? They're not in jail. Guess why? Because they have freedom of speech. Yeah, they actually are allowed to throw this party because they have freedom of speech. Now, what happens next is this firefighter sues the city, and the city essentially cancels the Nicosias. He's a dentist 
She is a uh, real estate agent. They are apparently a very prominent couple. Now, I will be honest with you. I have been to every gala and every charity function this city has to offer in the last bunch of years. I never heard of these people. Not once. So I don't know how prominent they are, but apparently pretty prominent because he was the president of a Highland Hospital board. She is on the board of uh, Landmark Society. Both of them, by the way, have kicked them off of their boards rightfully. So, of course, again, freedom of speech, not in jail, but you can't be on my board. All right. His dental practice is just getting pummeled. You know, like if you go on social media, it's just not good for his dental practice right now. Um, it's not good. They put out a statement also where they were like, we don't get it. Why y'all mad at us? Like, you know, it was just the worst of the worst and the worst yet I haven't even told you about. And that is that uh, as exists everywhere, there are several anonymous social media accounts all over the place, all over the world, that just spew hatred. Well, here in Rochester, we have a few. And there was this one called Ho Ho Homeboy Rock. And they called themselves Colonel Nathaniel Sanders. And they had a picture of of uh, the uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken guy. What's his name? Colonel Sanders. They had a picture of him as their profile picture. So again, weirdly obsessed with like fried chicken. I don't uh, quite understand exactly where that is. But anyway, um, it, they were posting things all the time that were blatantly hateful and racist from this Twitter account. Well, some local Twitter detectives essentially pinpointed the fact that one of those two people, the Nicosias, is probably running this account. And here's how they did it. A few times throughout the history of this account, they posted pictures from their own backyard drinking coffee or saying good morning or something from their own backyard. And once you know where this party was, which we now know because it's public because of this complaint that this firefighter made, once you know where this party was, you're able to pinpoint the geography from the pictures from this racist Twitter account versus pictures from that the news took of this house after the complaint was lodged and also a simple Google Maps search. Or, because I'm right now as I record this podcast, I'm only sitting about a mile or two away from this house right now because it's, you know, Rochester City is a small city. Uh, if you go up to it, you can see, I'm not talking about guessing here based on the background, but the background geography, some of the buildings and things you can see in the background of the pictures from this account are absolutely the exact same thing you see if you stand in their front yard and look down their driveway, just from a different angle. You can tell they're sitting in their backyard. If you're standing in their front yard, you can see the same buildings from the same angle at the same distance. Uh, guys, I'm telling you, it's not a guess. It's right on. It's spot on. It's not way in the background, these buildings, because I know if you haven't seen them, you're probably visualizing, like, well, how do you know exactly? No you can see the buildings right at the end of their driveway because behind them is a commercial zone. There's like a brewery back there, an event space. Um, what else is back there? One of my wife's favorite wineries is back there too. Living Roots is back there. You can see the buildings right behind their house in both pictures or in both places from the front yard and also from the pictures that there's racist account posts. In other words, busted. These people are absolutely freaking busted for running this hate-filled, racist, terrible, awful Twitter account. And now they're canceled. And so back to you freedom of speech folk who say, why are you coming after these people? Guess what? These people are fine. They're free. They're not going to be arrested. They shouldn't be arrested. They do have freedom of speech. Great thing about this country. Those people have every right to throw a racist party. Guess what? Not going to stop them from getting canceled. His dental practice is probably done. She's done as a real estate agent. Quite frankly, these people have one of two options, and that is live a very private life going forward in this city and or move. Get the fuck out. Excuse my language. <laughs> Excuse my language. Oh, man. So that's it. Should we get to the interview? Let's do it. Okay. Emily King. Wonderful person. Had the opportunity to hang out with her um, and her friend Stacy. They came out to a recent cooking class of mine at New York Kitchen, which I encourage you to sign up for in the future. By the way, I had a great cooking class just yesterday at the Pittsburgh Y as well. It was a private class that I was hired to do for a bachelorette party. 
I was honored. Thank you so much for having me. But anyway, um, Emily and her friend Stacy came out to take one of my cooking classes. I invited her to be there as my guest. And then I said, hey, while you're here, may I record a podcast with you? And she said, absolutely, you may. And so I hope you enjoy our conversation with content creator Emily King. What am I drinking again, though, Emily? A Moscow Mule. But it's like a berry mule or something? Yeah, I guess it's a berry mule. And what is it, what is in this? It has strawberries, mm. vodka, and ginger beer. Dangerous. <laughs> it is dangerous. It's so good. It is delicious. <laughs> what did you go with? I got a Merlot mix, I think she said, or okay. Merlot blend. All right. Good enough. <laughs> I follow you. I, I mean, obviously, I know you from TikTok, but I, but I start following you on Instagram. And you are like a foodie on Instagram. I am. But not on TikTok. On I TikTok, you're a relationship girl, but on Instagram, you're a foodie. It's so true. Yeah. On my Instagram <laughs> stories, yeah. you know, that like disappear after 24 hours, I yeah. like to take photos of my food. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I went back and I watched a bunch of stuff today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to give them a bunch of mental notes. And I actually want to start with something yeah. that uh, I didn't, it was in one recent video. Mm-hmm. Am I talking right now? I might be completely wrong. Uh-huh. Am I speaking with Dr. Emily King? Is yes, it? that's correct. That, I, <laughs> how freaking cool is that? Why don't you drop that in more often? You I didn't know, know that. The uh, the hard part about that is because my doctorate is in physical therapy. Right. And I feel like with the content that I do, people would be confused and they would think that I'm a point. psychologist. And when, and with what you and, do, you're always going to get some troll that's going to be like, you're not a real doctor. I don't want to be accused of something yeah, where like, yeah. I'm saying you know, my credentials are far more than what they are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I do feel like if you get that, I mean, you freaking got a doctorate. Yeah. Like, you got to take the doctor out for a ride. <laughs> like, that's kind of be like if I was everywhere I would go I would say doctor I'm you know looking. what though this is like a PT thing a physical therapist thing uh-huh. is they usually don't call themselves doctor yeah. even though most PTs out there right now have their doctorates yeah yeah it's just a thing same thing for like primary care docs I just feel like you see your patients so often you don't want them to call you yeah doctor you yeah. just want them to call you by your first name y- you know what I le- learned actually too about calling yourself doctor or introducing yourself as doctor is what? I was um I so I'm friends with my doctor mm-hmm. and I saw him out in public at something or whatever and I entered and like he introduced himself as Andrew yes. and and then and I was like oh come on I hear doc this is Dr. Wolf like what are you talking about and he was like as soon as they hear doctor the price on everything goes up yeah <laughs> you know it goes I up believe that. yeah yeah all of a sudden all of a sudden they want to know if you want to buy a table to their gala oh. and like do you want to donate this and donate because everyone just thinks all doctors are rich yes you know which yes. is which is not necessarily true yeah it's you not know? true in my case <laughs> <No>. <laughs> absolutely uh so where are you from originally so i'm from the rochester area okay so not far from here okay but all a right. little bit south a little okay and you come to rochester like where did you go to high school here or yeah what? so that's where i grew up yeah. but now i live in webster okay. you know which is east side of rochester yeah but i grew up here you know all through till i was college age what like if i talked to you when you were say like a senior in high school <laughs> yeah. what were you going to be when you grew up a veterinarian veterinarian yes that's amazing or doctor yeah like a regular doctor yeah yeah Yes. Yeah. So what do you do? You go to college and like what happens next? Yeah. So I went to a couple of colleges in upstate New York and then I moved to Virginia to finish my college and that's where I picked up PT and got the doctorates down there. 
and, and yet, but then you come back to Rochester after then school. I came back and yeah. work in PT. I so worked in PT for yeah, ten years. For ten years. Yeah. And and then uh, you know I, I I don't know if we have a ton of time actually. But I should pull out my phone and see how much time oh, we yeah. do. Have. By the way, shout out to Stacy who's sitting here as well. Your Woo! friend Stacy. Stacy, who my came, best friend. Came, and we are at the New York Kitchen, <laughs> and uh, in real time yeah. as we record this because yeah. this won't come out for a couple of weeks. But uh, we're you're gonna take the New York Kitchen cooking class tonight yes. with me, and I'm excited. Do you make pasta at home or anything? I do not make it like homemade. No, no? I'm not that fancy. Oh, after tonight you're in. It. You're both. <laughs> Wait, is King is your real last name? Yes. Okay, is, what is your uh, Barone. B- Barone with an E? So Barone? Barone. Barone. So anyone Barone. that follows me on Instagram and watches my foodie seen, stories, yeah. I am usually with Stacy. Yeah. And she gets tagged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Way. So there's a Barone. Well, hold on a second. Do you make pasta? Not homemade, but I do make homemade sauce. Oh, come on now. Get out of here. Wait a second. <laughs> we'll, we'll compare recipes tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm the worst business person in the world. I'm giving away my recipe tonight. I do it. I literally do it every month. I do. I give it all away. Yeah. She's oh. talking about it's a chef's trick is that you always yes. leave out like one thing or you yes. lie about one little piece or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You give it all away. Yes. Yes. I give it all away. That's literally. kind of you. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? It's a pain in the ass. So nobody's <laughs> going to like nobody's going to actually go and do it. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. <laughs> That's why. And the same thing with making pasta. It's fantastic, but it's a giant pain in the ass. Yes. Nobody's going to do it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, uh, so you're back in Rochester. You're working in PT. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what was your first ever experience with social media? Well, I always had Facebook. Yeah. You know, so I had that through college years. I had signed up, I think, for an Instagram account back when I was in PT school, but never posted a thing. Never. Okay. And then it wasn't until 2020 when the pandemic happened. Yeah. And I was out of work for some time because of the type of PT that I did. Mm -hmm. They just like shut us down. And so that is when I got on social media and And went for it. Went for it. But on Instagram, I kind of kept it more PT related. Like Mm -hmm. I did fitness stuff, like home workout type stuff. Were you consciously trying to? Because we should say for anybody who doesn't know, you have a giant audience. You have become this thing. I mean, it's really cool. Um, I think on TikTok, it's two and a half million, right? 2.2. 2.2. Two and a half soon. Soon enough. Uh, How much on Instagram? It's like 120,000, I think. On day one, like the first post. Yeah. I mean, I assume you had two followers right like there couldn't have been like nobody yeah Yeah. or I think I had like some of my old college friends yeah 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 (laughs) so when you make that first post and you said maybe Instagram came just a little bit first yes yeah yeah when you make like that first post are you consciously trying to see if something blows up or are you just kind of like you know what it's just it's a thing to do it's a thing to do yeah I yeah it was not like a conscious plan to really get a huge following you I, I will not ask you your age but I'll tell you my age is 39 and yeah. I think maybe we're not too too we're not far, too far apart. not too far apart. okay and I do recall my first reaction to TikTok was like the thing the kids are doing and yes. I'm embarrassed to go near it yes. because like I'm I think I'm too old for it yes. but we're not I don't think we are we aren't now no we're not you know in 2020 <laughs> is when a huge amount of yeah. people in our age range joined TikTok totally because we were not working yes like many of us weren't yes we had extra time or we weren't at least like going out and socializing yeah so TikTok became a thing I think I first saw it like on TV where I was watching a TikTok that grabbed my attention and I thought it was hilarious I saw Saturday Night Live did a spoof. Yes, and, I saw that. And, and, and to me, my first, so my very first impression was that it was for kids, right? Yep. My second impression was it looked like you were flipping through the channels yep. and watching these mini shows. And then I couldn't believe how good people's content looked. Like yes. people were doing these professional skits. And and then it just became way more interesting than TV because TV's like, yes. oh my God, movies are so long. You yes. get into a TV show, you got to invest like... 40 hours but then i can watch you for 60 seconds and that's great tiktok is amazing yeah it's addicting because i know when i first did download it which was in i think the first week of may of 2020 i sat there on my couch and i think two hours went by yeah and i looked at the clock afterwards i'm like oh what (laughs) there's something to this yes 
Yes, it's addicting, right? It is. It is. So, what's the first thing you post that kind of blows? Because I imagine the first couple videos probably don't nothing, right? Nobody sees them. It's just a handful of people. You know what? It was my third video. Third video had like a decent amount of views. Yeah. My first ever video that I posted was to some music. It was kind of like a trend that was kind of like introducing myself, telling different points, and I was just like on camera, like pointing. Towards. Yeah, like my name is Emily. I'm yeah. from here. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people were doing at the time because they were new to TikTok. Yeah. And so I did that one, and I think maybe it had like a couple hundred views. That's good. And then I don't even remember the second one, but I remember the third one again was to music, and it was about it was me talking even more points about myself and the fact that I was recently divorced. Yeah. And that's the one that blew up, which at the time a blow up for me was like a couple thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it about that particular post that resonated? Was it the fact that you were revealing I'm recently divorced or? I think it was that. And I was saying at the very end, like different points that I felt were good things about me. Mm -hmm. I started off saying things that I was insecure about and then talked about things that I thought were good things about me. And then I ended with like, oh, but what could mess it all up is like a rebound relationship, Mm. which like a lot of people will fall into after being recently divorced. So I think that kind of just, you know, it was really, it was very relatable to people. Yeah. So when that happens, does it encourage you? Are you like, oh my God, this is cool. (laughs) Like. I want to do another one, right? Yeah, because all of a sudden, like, I really on TikTok, I was just trying to vent a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. And I used it as a space where, like, I didn't have any of my Facebook friends or even Instagram friends that knew about my TikTok. It felt almost anonymous. It was safe. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It was anonymous. I felt like I could just say anything. Yeah. And people could then comment or like, you know, people, especially with similar experience or had something to add to what I was going through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it got more attention than I ever expected, it just, yeah. I felt like I was being seen in a way. Yeah. You know? That's great. Like, That's yeah. great. <laughs> and and again, it's 2020. So like yeah. we're, we were all lonely, right? Exactly. I know you have kids, but so you have your kids, but honestly, yes. I have a toddler as well. <laughs> He is the love of my life. He's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. But, you, you know, you lock yourself in a house all day with him, and it can be a, a uh, lot of work. Yeah, that time I had a toddler, and <laughs> then my daughter was in kindergarten. Yeah. So I was homeschooling Oh, her. you were a teacher as well at that time. <laughs> I was yes. a teacher as well. That was, see, we at least got off with that because he was so little. <laughs> yeah. But, like, those of you who had to suddenly just become teachers, like, that was It was rough. Unreal. Yeah, it yeah. was rough. Oh God, I'm so sorry. An outlet was needed. Yeah, so the outlet's there. So you start. So they start going, and then you eventually you kind of you you find your niche, right? Yes. Which are we just saying it's relationship advice, or what do we? It was a little bit. It was yeah. also about dating experiences. Yeah. It kind of like went that way of me telling people about specific dates. I was also sometimes trying to be kind of funny and playful, but that is when like my slide into mirror frame sort of developed because it was like I was talking to myself about what I had just experienced, you know, and I was like reminiscing. You know, that's so funny you say that. I've never um, picked up on the fact that you're talking to your. That's idea. The yeah. idea is that you're talking to yourself. I never really. <laughs> figured that out until just now that's really cool actually that's a great thing because right you have these signature like physical things you do is that you slide in and then the other thing is that you are uh very good at holding your phone steady which i couldn't do in a million years like i literally i shake like crazy and you can just i can hold it really steady it's a really weird talent that i never (laughs) even noticed like it it took me a long time before i saw comments yeah. saying like multiple times how are you holding your phone so steady <laughs> you didn't Until even realize. i started then i was honed in on it yeah. and watched and i was like wow i guess i don't move my phone yeah yeah, the yeah. Sli- so the slide thing was that something you had done like in regular life honestly i kind of do <laughs> you do like just by yourself you're like i i can slide around because <laughs> i have hardwood floors throughout my entire house yeah and I wear socks often, especially in the winter time up here. It's freezing. 
And sometimes, like, I will honestly, like, just kind of slide as I step. <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> it's better than, like, slipping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But the development of that, like, into the mirror shot, really, it started off being a step in. Yeah. And then, I don't know, it became, like, I wanted to make it faster. Yeah. So sliding was a little faster. I did you like. did you at some point feel like it flipped from, this is cool, to, like, it almost started to feel like a job, almost like I have a responsibility? Yeah. Did, like, at this point, are, are you to the point now where you have an audience who's waiting for your next video? And, like, if yeah. you just want a few days off, yes. all of a sudden people are like, where'd you go? What's happening? Yes, I do feel, like, almost like that pressure. Is it burdensome at all, that part? of it it is like a bit in a different way because there's a lot of amazing things about it yeah. because this is my job now and yeah. it gives me a lot of freedom and flexibility um, especially compared to working in the medical field like overall it's less stress yeah but it's a different kind of stress because you really are as a creator constantly thinking of oh well that could be content yeah like that's just it's constant all yeah. day long or it's like oh it's it's almost one o'clock i need to post you know like you're constantly yeah. watching the clock yeah yeah because the way that tiktok works especially well you right because now you have to like learn the algorithm or so yeah. i still don't even know what an algorithm is and i'm still learning it and tiktok yeah. has changed that, don't they all change a lot don't they, they? do yeah. and there has been a recent change with tiktok because i it? see the effect on my page you know it used to be like hashtags were really good yeah but now i have found once you have a big following you shouldn't hashtag like your yeah. video will automatically now go to your followers first and however it hits well with them if it hits well then TikTok will show it to people that are not following oh, okay. you. And that's when that's when the video explodes. Yeah. Whereas it used to be they would show it to any group of people that they deemed as like interested in dating advice or relationship yeah. advice, but maybe aren't necessarily following you. And I think that's contributing to why people aren't as quickly like hitting it big on TikTok now. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's fascinating. And it's fascinating to me too that at some point that'll probably change, right? Probably. And it's not yeah. like TikTok is going to email you and say, no. oh, by the way, Emily, just to let you know, we're changing that. You just have to like figure it out. Exactly. That's hard. That's kind of yes. hard. Does anybody, is there anywhere you can go for advice? Well, I was just going to say there are TikTok creators that okay. that is their content is literally talking about the algorithm and cool. video suggestions yeah. and like trends, you know, that you should do yeah, to yeah. hit it big. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole world. Are your parents around? Do you, are you like, are your parents, are they in Rochester or around? At least you see kind them. Kind of around. They're in Florida part of the year. Have you had to explain to them yet that you're not going back to being physical therapy oh, because yeah. you're famous on the internet? Like, we had that conversation. <laughs> did, and did they like understand or were they like, what are you talking about? There was about? a lot of confusion. Yeah, I could see my parents and being like, no, you're, you're going back to your job. My mom still <laughs> does not follow me on TikTok. She's still not on TikTok. So every time I see her, there's usually some of on a conversation of now M what what I heard that you did this video what what were you saying and I just have to like pull it up and sometimes I'll just send it to her yeah and she can just watch it in the browser since she doesn't have the app but your your content is really good because it's really authentic I think yeah. and um and of course, I'm a guy saying that. And it, it does seem to be pretty guy friendly, I will say. Yes. Obviously, and we'll get into that a little bit. But um, it's not like there's nothing about it that's raunchy. You don't curse. No. You're not talking about sex. Like, it's not yes. anything for your parents to like to be cringe. Exactly. Yeah. It's really good content, you yes. know? And Thank again, you. I think I'm biased because a lot of times you're taking the guy side. Yes, <laughs> I think so. I think like a lot of times I hear a different perspective <laughs> from women. Do you some, do you get some yes. uh, some hate from yes. the, the, the chicks who are like uh-uh i do but it doesn't happen as much online i'd say does it happen in real life is that where it happens? Uh, you know it's kind of like that you know maybe there's a family member here and there that just won't uh, talk about it but uh, like i know that they've talked about it funny. to somebody else that's funny <laughs> yes that's good so the 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 you're talking about dating experiences but again the yeah I think I know I already asked this, but it's like relationship advice, it kind of seems yeah. like re recently there's a lot of that, yes. right? That's really what it's become. Yeah. Do you feel like you have 
to deliver that because that's what it, you know you're a big deal because of that but also right. you want the creative freedom i mean you're emily right so you're yes. you're interested in food you're interested in yeah. physical therapy right you have other interests in life do you feel like you can't post that kind of stuff on tiktok yes yeah yeah like on tiktok i feel like it really does need to be that your thing content yeah. that i post whereas yeah. then instagram i feel like there's a little bit more freedom yeah. because if you post something like on your stories on instagram that's way off track yeah. of what you would post for relationship advice it doesn't affect you negatively by the algorithm yeah whereas like tiktok it will can i tell you a quick little story that is um it's kind of embarrassing i don't think i've ever sure. talked about I'll but always it's listen to embarrassing stories. well it's it, because like um it i just want to make sure i think it's been a couple years since this came out okay. so i don't think the people who made it are going to be mad at me for saying this because i was asked to be in they do this like rochester cookbook every year with oh, like rochester yeah. chefs and cooks and stuff and i was asked to be in it and uh-huh. i gave a recipe that was like this this chicken dish that my mom made. it's not italian oh, at all okay. it wasn't sauce it wasn't pasta right and the editors when they got it they were like oh oh cool cool right and i and i don't even even, like i was so ignorant i was just like yeah yeah it's all it's great it's the best you're gonna love it you know and then like i ended up getting the feedback later they're like no i think they came to you because you're the sauce guy like they wanted they wanted the sauce sauce recipes you couldn't i was trying to like it was kind of what you're describing it was kind of like stay in your lane dude stay in your lane lane." and i was trying to come out of my lane and they didn't want to tell me like nope go back in your lane sauce guy i know creators (laughs) that will do things like that like they will try to branch out i know a similar creator to me like he gives relationship advice yeah but he's almost like reverse he has a lot of female followers yeah a while back probably like a year back he tried to push into acting and so he tried to do skits Uh, in on the same page uh, as his relationship advice page and like he he went down in views like quite a bit that's too bad yeah you see that impact and that's just how tiktok works yeah unfortunately Uh, i feel like uh i feel like you should take a sip of your wine i feel like i keep (laughs) i just keep you talking talking. and yes i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) but anyway so um okay so life is good you're doing these posts and you're starting to get all these views but you dropped in there already that you are doing it for a living now Mm -hmm. so at what point does it even because i imagine again back to those first couple videos like it doesn't even occur to you that somebody would pay you for for a sponsorship at some point though all of a sudden that's realistic yes how did what was like the first time someone contacted you and was like hey emily um we're from blah 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 and we'd like to pay you to yeah what like what was the first time that ever happened the first first time was actually tiktok itself oh cool because they opened up the creator fund which like really allowed really small creators because i was quite small at the time i maybe had eighty thousand followers yeah and this was at the end of 2020 yeah and they opened up the creator fund and i was (laughs) it's very minimal but i was probably making like two dollars a day yeah you know that's cool though posting (laughs) two videos a day but it's it's the idea it's the thought that like there is a potential to earn money here yeah yeah like was kind of intriguing yeah and then it was a few months after that i had a company reach out that was like an online divorce company so obviously kind of related to my content since i had been divorced and i would talk about divorce sometimes yeah and they were the first like sponsor that actually paid me which of course makes sense yeah for a, if we could talk business for a second mm-hmm. how do you even know because it's a new thing oh. like in, in being a creator in general is kind of a new thing right yeah. i mean as far as social media goes how did you even know what to charge like how do you even figure that out i still don't know yeah yeah that's, that's <laughs> the truth of it yeah. like there's so much out there and even when you hear from different creators because i try to be more open about it now yeah. like if i have mutual friends creator friends on tiktok and they ask me how much i make like i am just i will boldly tell them all the details it's the best I way make. yeah because i think that's the only way that creators are going to like s- support ourselves in knowing the information yeah and not getting you know lowball 
called, essentially. I'm all for salary transparency, even in, in I don't want to call it the real, what you're doing is the real world, but you know what I mean, in regular, in general. To, too, because yes. honestly, like people shouldn't get screwed just because they happen to be not as good of a negotiator yes. as the next person. It's not fair yeah. how and, that works. And just because you don't know, like you, it's like you don't know your worth. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm a fan of that in general. So I think that's great that you guys would all talk to each other and be like, here's what I got for that. And it's yeah. so that you're all getting what you should Equal be getting. Pay, exactly. Kind of, in a way, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that starts to happen though. Mm -hmm. And uh, does it come in like a flurry at any point or does it like trickle in or like how does it work? I would say it trickled in. It built up. I mean, that sponsor that I started with, the online divorce company, yeah. they, they paid by like view essentially. Yeah. And around that time, a lot of my videos started blowing up one month. And because of that, I got a ton of money from them, like in one month's time. The next month, they shut down the program. Uh, and yeah. I was no longer sponsored by them. Because <laughs> they had to write that big check. Because <laughs> probably, probably, some, probably someone in like accounting was probably like, wait, who, what? Yes. Why are we writing? What is this check that we're writing? Oh, she does videos on TikTok. Exactly. Right. So <laughs> I really think that I had contributed to that. Um, yeah. And they shut it off to all creators. Oh, really? Oh, that oh. was the really unfortunate <laughs> part of it. So I kind of went then to like having no sponsors again for a time and just making a little bit of money from TikTok. Yeah. But I enjoyed it and I was like building a following and I, I just, it was really more from enjoying it more than anything else. So you uh, came across mine because I assume the algorithm knows that I'm, you know, a married male. And so yes. it's like this, this girl is talking about things that you're going to like, which you were because every time I watch a video, I'll be like, yes, 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 that's exactly. And then, and then I'd be like, I would literally send a video to my wife and she'd be like, that's not funny. How was that? And I'd be like, no, it's not, it's not supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be real. I was trying to suggest to you that I just want to be appreciated. And she was like, appreciate the garbage, you know? Appreciate the garbage out. It needs to be out tonight. Yes. You know, like little stuff like that. Within 30 minutes yes. of me asking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or like if I, yeah. if, I, if I literally, if I say to my wife, I want to be appreciated. She literally, she just, and I feel bad because the last video I watch of yours is you're like, you shouldn't gossip about your wife. This doesn't count as gossiping because she listens, okay? So okay. she gets to hear this. Yes, this is to her face, essentially. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, she's, she, if I tell her I want to be appreciated, she would be like, I would let, I would appreciate if you would go clean the kitchen right now. Oh, I would go, oh, yeah, you know what? I will, I'm on it. I'm on it. That's I'm not a, always that good, actually. It's a pretty common response. Yeah. Like when I did have more females commenting on my videos, you know, under those kinds of videos, mm. a lot of times they would say, oh, but, and then they would relate it back to them yeah, yeah, yeah. and their needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the men would be in the comment section after that and say like, well, yeah, of yeah. course, but this isn't about you. Like yeah. we're trying to have a moment here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I do want to get into the actual advice in a second, but I have one, one more sort of uh, question before we get into that. And that is, so you come across my algorithm. I watch, I'm like, this is fantastic. Uh -huh. I follow, I watch a bunch, you know, you just start coming around and it was month like a couple of months until one day i'm like i keep seeing her she's really cool click on her name yeah webster new york yeah. i go holy shit <laughs> she's in rochester oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome i mean i seriously knew you for like months before i knew I you were from rochester that. and yeah. that was the coolest freaking thing when i saw that and, and so the question where the question is is locally is it starting to become a thing where you go to Wegmans and somebody goes hey, hey. or like what I did I uh, Stacy I saw her at the Canandaigua Arts Festival her her and her boyfriend came up to my booth and I just looked and I go yep <laughs> you're like I follow the you girl. I was like yeah I know you <laughs> I was like literally like I recognized you immediately I was yes. like oh my god I know her yes. yes so does that happen a lot to you now it has happened, I would say, really just a handful of times oh, around okay. Rochester. All right. Not a super, super crazy amount, but right. I feel like a lot of times I'm getting looked at. Um, so, so I think sometimes like people are not necessarily coming up to me. Yes. But they may know me. Yes. Um, I have like out of state. I've been on vacation not too long ago to Washington, D.C., and somebody I was in the National Archives <laughs> and somebody recognized me there. Well, that's the thing about TikTok is you are it's you are they, they international. Yeah. You're internationally known. Yeah. I mean, 
Right, because like you know, oh, I'm not say the douchiest thing I ever said, but like the thing that you, Stacy, say she's like, I think I know you from sort. Like that happens to me a lot, yeah. but only in Rochester. Yes. You know that, that I go anywhere else and it's completely yeah. it doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't have that. You go anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Yes. Oh, recognize. all right, good. Do you like that or not like that? What do you think? I, um, you know, I'm like impartial. I, yeah. I guess maybe I I like it. I think like if anyone sees me out. Like, I would like them to introduce themselves to me. Yeah. Because I think it is a really cool moment, you know? Because oh, it, yeah. it gives me a real perspective of the impact I'm having. Because I will say that's how I felt after the first time it happened. I was actually with Stacy and we were out to brunch and it was the bartender that recognized me. And it was something about like after that moment, I just felt like it was real. Like yeah. I was no longer just in this virtual world of you know not really having yeah. any amount of like real impact yeah um it just it changed it was like flipping a switch does um does tiktok have uh the ability to do does your if you make a video it automatically goes to everybody or is there a way to regionalize a video yeah there's no way to regionalize okay all right all right it goes to everybody okay yeah. i was asking that because i know a good divorce lawyer in town who i think should advertise with you but oh. um, yeah but they're rochester right it's not yeah. a national firm it's like exactly. specific to this city so it, it probably tough. yeah that becomes tough okay yeah. so let's get into the actual advice mm -hmm. so uh i want to hear like the two get like the, both sides of the gamut of like can you tell me an experience you've had with somebody where they were like listen you changed my life like you uh, your advice has yeah. been so have you had that yet where somebody's been really seriously just yes. so thankful to you yes can you tell I me have. about that that seems amazing i've had a few of those um the ones that impact me the most i'll just say offhand that i am thinking of was a recent one of a man talking about how my advice has improved his marriage mm-hmm because mm -hmm. that I, I just feel like that felt so good to me yeah that it wasn't like I was just um, making somebody that's like single or just decided to like break or end a relationship even if it was a bad relationship like it's always kind of sad to hear that like something that I said maybe <laughs> triggered them to like end it <laughs> like for me hearing that it has helped a marriage yes is huge yeah and then also when i hear from like even female creators it being helpful to them that they're listening to what i'm saying yeah because i do mostly have male followers but i think it makes a bigger impact you know on relationships when it's the woman that's I've, like listen, taking it I, in i hear you like i said i've sent my wife a million yeah. of your videos um okay how about this other end of the gamut uh -huh. have you ever given a piece of advice that maybe six months later you're like oh you know what i i sort of take that one back i think i might have been wrong about that one has that ever happened it seems yes. like yes from you yeah yeah yes there yeah. was one and i even like I'll be honest because I like to be honest I'll I even went back and I deleted that one because uh it that's was okay about, you change your mind that's okay no you do yeah. well you do yeah. you I pull a lot of my advice most of my advice from life experience and this in particular was about not talking to your ex and never giving an ex another chance you were saying never give an ex another chance. I was saying, chance. yeah, in the first video, never ever. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. never ever take them back, which is not always true. Like, I was just yeah. leaving it very black and white. You were pissed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were recently divorced and pissed off. Yes. Yeah. And then... It happens. You know, and then you get into a different relationship, yeah. and it's a little bit more muddied. You know, there's gray area. Yeah. And that's uh, where I did that, you know, where I'd broken up with somebody, and then I got back together with them. And then followers remembered my old advice. They literally, like, they called me out. <laughs> they called me out. That's did you ever own is. it? Did you ever say, like... I did. I owned the, it, but yeah. then I also, I mean, I went back and I deleted it just because I felt like that wasn't solid advice. It yeah. wasn't that I was trying to hide it, because I feel like I owned it in the comments. Yeah, yeah. You know, that it wasn't... Yeah. You know, it's not black and white. You know, this is... You're allowed to change your mind in life. Like, we were just talking about... Yeah. Who was I just talking this about? I don't remember who I was talking to about, but it was about cancel culture and how, you know, like, yes. something you said 25 years ago or 10 years ago even uh, yes. comes back. And, and it's like... Honestly, I don't think there's a human being alive that if you had their whole life yeah. on tape that you couldn't pull something out that they oh. wouldn't be like, ooh, ah, 
I can't believe I said that. If I go back even a year and a half on some of my content. Yeah, like for me five minutes ago. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, oh, why did I say it in like that way? And why was I using that tone? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, that does happen with old content. Like you yes. go back. I go back to old radio yes, tapes different. and I'm like, what was I doing the radio? Like, you know, there's yeah. like there's like the radio voice. Right. Like, and I was doing that like right. in my first year. I heard that change right there. <laughs> yeah. There was a voice that we did. When we first got into radio about it. Uh, yeah. I'm going, why? Why did I think I had to do that? you know yes yes um okay so how about this you're in a relationship right (laughs) well if you saw my video from today i didn't i am no longer in that relationship oh my gosh i'm sorry wow (laughs) that's kind of breaking news i feel well this podcast will come out it's not breaking news i know it won't be when this comes out it happened weeks ago but i actually decided to keep it quiet this time um last time when i went through a breakup it's like i put it out there like within hours because i felt like i wanted to vent this time I, I I feel like I learned from that earlier experience. Yeah. And I wanted to just make sure that like I was emotionally ready to like sure. tell other people. Sure. I understand. Yeah. And so yeah, it was ended weeks ago. It's but. a tough spot that that you're in too because you have put yourself in a position where you almost owe it to people to yes. talk about it. You know what I mean? And so and you're probably like fuck I don't want to talk about and this and I feel that yeah and I know that people will say like oh don't feel like you need to like you keep right. your personal life personal yeah but I internally feel like I am like hiding something yeah oddly yeah. enough if I'm not just outright with everyone but you say you put a video out today so yeah. you've it's public and yes. I'm sh- and honestly I don't know it's up obviously it's up to you yeah. it seems like as a follower of yours mm-hmm. you you will probably over time open up about it a bit probably yeah. probably like, you know. yeah because there's lessons there yeah to be yeah. pulled from it that I would like to share yeah have you uh in I was the question I was originally going to ask was you're in a relationship but when you were in your relationship yes. have you ever done or said something that was like a direct contradiction where you're like oh fuck I just did the thing I just you oh yeah we've all done perfect. that we've all done yeah, that oh, yeah I think I'm sure yes I'm sure I have especially um I think if he were here telling you, yeah. I think he would say it was my video about like not sharing with friends and family necessarily uh, when you're having like issues with the relationship. Yeah. And I still have that video up and I still feel strongly mostly towards that, that like you really need to work it out between each other before just like sharing hard stuff with somebody outside of that relationship yeah but i also understand where there are circumstances where that person your person may not be like necessarily right available to you and like you yourself need support and i think in that way like my best bud here has been the support for me yeah like i'm excited to watch barone make pasta (laughs) i'm excited to watch her make sauce tonight (laughs) like in many ways you do need sometimes that outside sure you know support yeah yeah. so that is one thing that has contradicted some of what i said i'm adhding for a split second when we're in there am i allowed to like introduce you at all can i be like sure i think is that okay okay all right yeah Yeah, okay moment all right all right um so anyway, all right, I'm sorry. Now I lost my train of thought. By the way, uh, I, you said if I ask him, I just started following him on TikTok today. He just yeah, started right. one today. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nobody can find him. <laughs> uh, uh, well, listen, I don't know. I mean, I think we might. What did we miss? What, do you, what does the future hold for Emily King? Yeah. Well, you, now you're single lady on the on the town on single Rochester. Lady, uh, yeah, I'm going to LA in a couple of weekends nice. too. Nice. Is that a work thing? A work thing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, filming I'm excited or? for it. Filming. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You allowed to talk so, about it or not really? I yeah, I'm allowed to. It's for a dating site cool. um, called MatterDating.com, and it's a really cool concept. They just started the app this year it's brand new nice but the idea of it is you see somebody well you don't see them you hear their voice first when you're going through like the typical swiping of an app their photo is blurred out you hear them speak before the photo unblurs and then you can swipe through so it just it gives people that moment's pause love it to really like maybe they're gonna feel a connection 
and not just base it solely on somebody's appearance. Well, you know, there used to be, there probably still, I'm sure there is. I mean, there's an app for everything now. There yeah. used to be way, way back in the day before internet, there used to be dating services where you you didn't get to meet them until the yes. day. Like you, like you it was- You knew about them, like you, Yeah, you, exactly. It was facts, and yeah. then you could have like a phone call, but yeah. you wouldn't see them in person until that first date. Yeah. That, there, that back in the day. So I worked with Brother Weeze, and his story, he always used to tell a story. There was a, a literally like a physical office in Rochester that like, you know, was yeah. where they went, and he would go there mm-hmm. and pay them to show him pictures. <laughs> So he could cheat. So he would cheat. And it was one of his stories he used to tell on the radio all the time. He He wanted to see that picture. And he would go and he would cheat. And he would find, you know, a woman he found attractive. And then he would get on the phone and he would say, you know, I just feel a real connection. I feel a real connection. I don't care. I don't care what you look like, you know. And he used to tell that story on the radio all the time. And I think, again, speak of being canceled, the first few times I heard that story, I was like, it's hilarious. And now I hear it in 2022. I'm like, it's eh, typical. I guess so. Like, yeah, it is. yeah, people, yeah. that is what they're basing their decision off of very quickly, I you know, so. when they're swiping through, which mm. is tough. I mean, that's what contributes, I think, to the difficulty you dating. Say, you, you have said it to some of your videos. Like I said, obviously, I love your videos because a lot of times I'm like, yes. <laughs> One of the things you said was about physical attractiveness. Yeah. About men. So I've obviously, I've never had that, right? I, but I've been mm-hmm. buddies with a bunch of guys who are good looking guys. Mm-hmm. And I've my whole life, I've walked in, you know, where when I was single before, like, walk into a bar, walk into yeah. a party, walk into it, immediately attention there. But yeah. but like, I always knew if I sat with somebody for, if I, if I could just get a girl to give me like 20 minutes, yeah. I could do well. Mm-hmm. But it was never gonna happen in the first two minutes. First two minutes, it was always gonna be like, not that, no. Going yeah. for the other one. So it's more like once you were able to show your personality. Maybe, I guess. Feel... Now, I'm, now that kind of sounds a little, actually, no, but... sounds a little conceited. Now I have an amazing personality. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It but does like sound bad, doesn't to talk it? to and you're outgoing, <laughs> like that is, I do believe that's one of my videos that did go viral where it was like a stitch of a couple where the guy was like 300 pounds yeah. and the girl was just like average, like, but beautiful really yeah yeah but like average i guess you'd say weight yeah and so people in the comments of that original video were very kind of mean they were like oh the guy must have money da, yep. da, 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 da. and so i stitched that video trying to explain that no like women can actually like become attracted not only do they sometimes like different things but they become more attracted based on personality and feeling connected and that like blew people's minds not to get super real with you but like my whole life Mm -hmm. the 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 i've had a couple long-term girlfriends and now i'm married for six years all three Mm -hmm. of them beautiful like if you saw my wife beautiful out of my league beautiful yeah right and my whole life i've gotten that look of being like what like why how what right and and it hurts it does hurt Mm -hmm. but deep down i'm like well uh, you know you have what matters i guess i I guess you know but it hurts and there was uh there's a show bill uh, do you know the show billions you ever heard of the show billions yes do you watch it by any chance i do do you okay do you watch the most recent seasons it's what this was not this was somewhere in the middle it was uh paul giamatti's character and you know and wendy right and they are um about to get divorced this is when they're in therapy in couples therapy yes and it might have been a season finale for some reason sticks out and it, and it, uh i cried because yeah. do you remember he started talking about he's like they're talking about their insecurities and he starts opening up oh. about his insecurity being because i know the way people look at us i see the way people look at us because she's so beautiful because he's a short fat guy and, and she's you know a 10. yeah and i related to that so much yeah yes yes so true it happens it happens it absolutely happens but i love that you gave credence to the fact that like look honestly women are a lot less shallow than men because women will see through that i believe that instantly yeah yes yeah absolutely but in general you have chosen to take the man's side in a lot of your advice which is which is really cool which is really cool i do what do you think what is on the tip of your tongue or the tip of your brain right now like what's the next piece of content coming where where are you like i want to dive into this topic i got to figure out how to do it gosh it's probably going to be based a little bit on my personal life and talking about you know healing from a breakup and then probably dating you know i'll probably end up being able to add a lot more valuable content do you feel going through i feel like i'm gonna step into stacy's role for a second best friend role for a second we don't want you to feel pressured to date 
for content though like you know you yeah no yeah. yeah right that wouldn't be good <laughs> and i feel like um so i haven't dated since like when i started seeing this guy before like it was before i had a huge following yeah so it is new territory for me like now that i have this big following and especially because of what i talk about yeah that i would be i don't know how to handle that yet you know like be That's, upfront and honest with somebody because they if they know me like they're going to know a lot about me. <laughs> right. And I don't know if that's necessarily good. Do you feel obligated to tell somebody early on, fairly early on? I think fairly early on. Yeah. It's like what I'm thinking right yeah. now. Like first few dates. And do you hold it against somebody? Let's, so let's say you go out on a date with a guy and yeah. he truly doesn't know. He just met you in Rochester. Yeah. Right? He's a local guy, has no idea, just got a date with this girl named Emily. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you tell him. And he goes home and he starts watching all the videos. Yeah. Is that okay or is that not okay? I think that's okay. For sure. I would t- I, honestly, I really it would be way too. I would. I would probably go I home and watch the video. I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would not expect them to be able to like. Yeah. Not watch the content. Yeah. And I would want them to watch it anyways, so that they're they can tell me if they're kind of okay with yeah. seeing me or not. How funny is it that. though when you have to like tell them you be like, so I make TikTok videos and try be like, oh that's great. And that's you go, what I'll make <laughs> and then you go, then you go. Well, so I do. I like. I have like 2.2 million followers because <laughs> like, like he's probably like oh i have a twitter we should exactly <laughs> like, what's your handle yeah we can follow each other <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Add yeah, one can... more yeah yeah <laughs> and then you have to be like no mine's a little different um literally everybody follows me quite so, explanation yeah yeah i think we got a cooking class i'm looking know, at the clock really yeah we got five minutes to get in there anything okay. what i missed stacy anything did i miss anything good <laughs> No? <laughs> no, I think you covered a lot. Dark secret. I see yeah. Stacy's wearing a cross. Am I allowed to... I feel bad because I curse a little. Is that okay that I curse? Oh, it, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, all right. She's okay with that. All right, all right. I do it occasionally. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. Congratulations on all your success. I'm thank a fan. You. I'll continue to be a fan. If you ever need anything, I don't know what I can do for you, but if you ever need anything, yeah. let me know. Thank uh, you. I yeah. really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's so cool doing this locally. Yeah, yeah. You should, Honestly, I do. I wish you'd do more. My wife yeah. does PR for a living, so honestly, if you didn't piss her off so much, I she'd know. probably do a little PR. <laughs> should have answered those questions a little differently. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really should. I mean, I can't. I wish the local Rochester, honestly, I know a zillion reporters, so I should probably yeah. tell them about you, because I feel like you everyone would do a stir. Hmm. That would help me with the blue check mark. Oh, getting some media? Yeah, there's something about um, getting the blue check mark. Like, one of their things that are required yeah. is like an actual news article. Oh, no shit. Yeah, can help. Huh. Okay. It's like that, and you know, I give them my ID. Would you ever uh, do a video? Like, would you ever let the news watch you do a video? Would you do? I mean, yeah, probably like be in my bedroom. Uh, well, I guess that's true, right? <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be a little awkward, but, but. I, yeah, we could probably find a way. Because I could see where they would find that really interesting to like watch you film a video. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could find a way. I bet they'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. Let's go make Thank some some me. sauce. Sounds good. Let's do it. Ready to eat. <laughs>